0: everyone and welcome to Food Navigator Asia's monthly podcast the FNA Food and Beverage Trailblazers. This is a series where we speak to and get to know more about groundbreaking food and beverage firms in the Asia Pacific region as well as the people behind them and their stories. I am Pearlie, the editor of Food Navigator Asia, and as always, I am your host for this series. Joining me today is CEO of Thailand Sesame Milk, Sripen Santorn Monkong Sri. Mon Sri. Sesame Milk specializes in using white and black sesame seeds to make a variety of dairy alternative products, which we will definitely discuss in more detail shortly. But first of all, hello, Sripen, welcome to the podcast, and thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Hello, everyone, and thank you for inviting me into the podcast.
0: No worries. It's really great to have you here today. And I guess the very first thing I'd like to start with asking you about Sri is, you know, the general question. Why sesame? You know, in the world of plant-based milk ingredients nowadays, it's all like a lot of almond, a lot of soy. There are a lot of other new things, but of course, almond, soy, cashews, these are the more commonly used ones that we always see. So I do want to know, like, why did you opt to delve into sesame, which is pretty unusual in this regard?
1: Yeah, um, actually, it may be unusual for other people, but from my background, mm-hmm. we have the specialist and specialty in sesame field for more than 10 years. Uh-huh. That's why um, I know well about sesame, the, uh, the strength of the sesame, the benefit of the sesame, and where can we find or source the raw material. All right, so we will definitely get
0: a bit more into that later when I ask you a little bit more about your personal experiences. But I guess since we're on the topic of sesame, I'd like to first find out from you, you know, are there any particular health benefits that, you know, in your long experience with sesame, you have seen that, you know, that sesame has in terms of health benefits compared to sort of like these other plant-based ingredients?
1: Yeah, sure. It helps reduce cholesterol, mm-hmm. reduce um, blood sugar levels, and also good for like a skincare for hair, skin, Yeah, mostly because it's full of uh, vitamin E and sesame. Mm. And it's good for protect heart health too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I know you mentioned sesame. Could you
0: tell me a little bit more about sesame? Because I think that is the key Um, sort of like um, component that you, you you previously mentioned to me is the one that has a lot of like the health benefits
1: um, sesame is the lignan that we can find only in sesame seeds mm-hmm. normally this um, is the function for plants to protect themselves from the um, insects but for humans it's very beneficial to our body mm-hmm. uh, most of the benefits in sesame it's helped us to, like, maintain our balance, to maintain okay. our hormone.
0: But I'm also wondering, like, in terms of sustainability benefits, because that's the whole thing about plant-based, you know, products nowadays, a lot about sustainability focus. So is there anything uh, in particular for sesame, you know, and its cultivation that stands out in terms of um,
1: sustainability benefits? When we compare, when we grow the plant-based, mm-hmm. like almond, oat, or soy, mm-hmm. definitely... It's a drought-resistant crop, so it consumes less water when we plantation, lesser than soy about twenty-two percent, and okay. it's good for the climate. Mm, for sure. In in Asia like us, like in Thailand, Myanmar, mm. Malaysia, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. India, or even the Africa. I'm
0: also wondering, because I know at the moment now, sesame milk has focused a lot of effort on, you know, making sesame milks, like milk milks in, in in the different formats, different sizes. But you did tell me previously, I think, that you are now looking at expanding your product range to more things. You know, I, I heard cheeses, you know, the other dairy alternative items. Could you tell me a bit more about your plans for the expansion? Actually, our
1: vision is to be like, professional in sesame. Mm -hmm. That's why our plan in the future is very vertical. Once that we're already able to produce milk from sesame, Mm -hmm. we're able to replace dairy. Mm -hmm. So anything that dairy can do, we can do it too. Like mix with um, beverage, coffee, Mm -hmm. chocolate, tea, and also at the same time, it can replace coconut milk too. Oh. We use it for curry, um dessert, like and ice cream too. Okay, yeah. so
0: I, okay, so of course now your specialty is a lot in like dairy alternatives items. I know that you're saying to use sesame milk to replace um, da- um, regular dairy and also to re- replace um, regu- like um, coconut milk. So I am wondering out of cu- curiosity, do you think that sesame um, could potentially also have a role to play in sort of like plant-based meat alternative product development? Are there any components of sesame that could play a role in this?
1: Yes, like um, right now many chefs that try to develop the new recipe, they're also trying to add our milk into the recipe too, like Mm. as a sauce to put on the steak, but not the real steak, but the plant-based steak.
0: Huh? It will be more like gravy and sauces then, not so much the actual yeah. meat product. Ah, okay, all right. That makes sense as well. Okay, very interesting. So if we look a little bit broader, I'm also wondering like, what are you seeing in terms of the market for plant-based beverages in Thailand right now? I mean, we always see a lot of hype, a lot of discussion over plant-based meats. And I feel like, you know, there's a bit less hype. So I'm just wondering about what are your insights on the plant-based beverage market in Thailand right now?
1: Yeah, right now only in Thai market we the I mean the growth of the plant-based milk keep mm-hmm. increasing, you mm-hmm. know. But it's something that Thai people very it's easy to adapt because mm-hmm. we drink a lot of like soy milk since mm. for a long time. Yeah, and once that it already have um alternatives and more variety. It's not hard for um consumers to try and adapt, and this market is quite big in Thailand.
0: I understand you're saying like you know because uh a lot so a lot of uh Thai consumers are very familiar with like soy milk as a plant based drink essentially, and now it's um. Sort of uh, expanding to more different types of plant-based milks, and now is when the growth is happening. So, how do you see this sort of like plant-based beverage trend evolving? You know, how is it growing over the next few years? What What are your predictions of this market?
1: Actually, it from the paper itself, it's grown around um eight to twelve percent, mm. but because of many factors,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it can. I think it's can accelerate mm. the speed of the plant milk, mm-hmm. even more than twelve percent. Okay. But we have to come back and see at the economics too. You know, <laughs> because yeah. when there are a or something like that, um, okay. plant based still a uh, higher price than normal or regular like dairy. Um, I mean, plant based industry is the key that we have to try to unlock
0: this. We've talked a little bit more about now about you know your products, about sesame milk, about the industry. But first, I'd like to now find out a bit more about um Pan, your own entrepreneurial journey so far. You know, you mentioned that you have a background with uh, sesame seeds and grains and all that. So I'm wondering, how did you find yourself here as a food entrepreneur right now?
1: Our family business mm-hmm. is the uh, hauling manufacturing. Mm. We haul sesame seeds. We unhook the sesame seeds from we bought it from the uh, farmer collector, mm-hmm. and we also import. So we work together with high-leading University mm-hmm. to develop the formula. My my son he has the dairy allergy, mm. so I'm very into the alternative dairy try to find, because if we talk about uh, five years before, there's no, not much alternative plant milk. Mm-hmm. So it's very difficult for kids that time when mm-hmm. they allergic. So mm-hmm. together with our experience and our mind heat, so we we come up with the idea of making um, milk from oil seeds, like,
0: so this is a new part of the business, essentially, that, you know, it's a new thing yeah. that you guys have created under the business. Huh, very interesting. Okay. So let me just go back quickly, you know, into like challenges, as you mentioned. So what is, have you, what have you found to be the most challenging thing about creating this new category, essentially uh, within this uh, sector, the, the plant-based sector itself is already considerably a little bit new. So, you know, this is sesame milk is like even newer. So what has been the biggest challenge for you so far? Uh,
1: At at the beginning, when we start at -hmm. the initial stage, we Mm -hmm. think that uh, making a milk is Mm the key challenge for Mm -hmm. us. Mm -hmm. But once that we already uh, Mm established or launched the product, we found out that marketing is the most (laughs) challenge for us, you know, mm-hmm. because it's um the marketing for the commodity product and the food industry is totally mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially at the time that um technology um social media come to involve, mm. so the marketing part is the very challenging part for us. The marketing only in Thailand as our first plan. But because of our product, very new to the market Mm -hmm. for the international market too. That's why when it happened, it happened at the same time. So quite international, we have to export. We have to help our distributors to promote the product that nobody thinks that it exists before. You mentioned also,
0: like, you know, cost reduction, you know, prices as a major challenge that needs to be, you know, needs to go down in order for the category to really grow. So, what are you still seeing so far as the main challenges and as so far as, you know, bringing costs down? Uh,
1: actually, because um, we are in the commodity industry for a long time. Mm-hmm. So, the price fluctu- fluctuation is quite common, especially like this time. Actually, it's good for um commodity product because the price keeps higher. Mm. But for the manufacturing, we mm. don't like when the price keeps changing, increasing, reducing, we try to do is we try to work together with um farmers. And we have enough resource so we can control the the our cost mm-hmm. at a certain level. That's why we still can keep our price, selling price
0: of the product. So I guess you know that leads me on quite nicely actually to my next question, which is what um you feel is the biggest difference between basically what you were doing previously, I guess the family business in terms of you working commodities, you know, and now what you are doing as an entrepreneur in the food industry, trying to build a whole new business in this category. Like what
1: do you think are the biggest differences that you are seeing? First thing is the customer. Mm. Because when we sell the commodity, Mm-hmm. Mostly our customer will be like B2B market. Mm. When we talk with our customer, our knowledge um, and the expectation of our customers totally different. Cool. But when we make food mm-hmm. and especially healthy food, we must have a very deep knowledge. Mm. And we must be very sincere to our um, customer, the benefit, and what is the uh, cost and coin of the product to the consumer.
0: Mm-hmm. Because
1: when mm-hmm. we talk about food, we talk to the B2C. Yep. When we promote, we have to think about consumer, mm-hmm. what they will get, what the benefit, mm-hmm. which is different from when we talk or deal with B2B be like cost mm-hmm. yeah how to reduce cost um when we can delivery uh, how the harvest period at that time the quantity yeah but when we talk talk with um consumers we have to talk about the quality
0: Okay, just one more actually. I'm wondering Sri Pan, whether you have any advice for you know those entrepreneurs out there, those aspiring uh, entrepreneurs who are looking to go into food entrepreneurship um, like you have or make a switch in a sense from one type of uh, business to a different type of business in the food industry. Do
1: you have any advice, further? Maybe it's very short words but mm-hmm. it's quite true from my experience mm-hmm. which is action. You need to action. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. only concept or planning. It's a, it is the basic that everybody starts with, but you have to actually do it.
0: Mm. On weight. Okay, very
1: cool. Thank you so
0: much, Ripen. Thank you so much for joining thank me today, Ripen. Yes, thank you. It was so great yeah, to have you on everyone. the podcast today. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. And thank you also, everyone, for listening to this podcast as well. And I wish everyone a great day ahead. For Food Navigator Asia, this is Curly signing up.